Today's Swole Fam Spotlight is from Stevie Brook. What's going on, Beaches? Welcome to the Daily Swole Podcast, episode 2654, Saturday, August the 12th. And Stevie writes, Before finding the Swole Fam, I had been using the fact that I had previously lost 60 pounds as an excuse to eat like shit and to not work out. Papa Swolio was nice enough to call me out on my bullshit and point out the fact that it doesn't matter what I did, it matters what I am doing. Now I'm eating the right foods for my body, exercising, doing yoga, and meditating. I'm taking care of myself with the intention of living a long, healthy life, and the Swole Fam is always there with advice and support, even a swift kick in the ass if you need it. My life has changed dramatically, and I'm so thankful to Papa Swolio and the fam. I've now lost over 75 pounds, and I'm at my lowest weight, and I have never felt better. Joining Swolnormous X was the best decision I've ever made. That literally blows my nips off. Thank you so much for sharing, Stevie. I love it. Not to toot our own horns, but the Swole Fam is pretty fucking fantastic, if I do say so myself, and I do say so myself. But there's a few points in Stevie's post that when Stevie wrote, it doesn't matter what I did, it matters what I'm doing. And I've said this a thousand times, but I think it bears repeating that wherever you are right now, it might not be your fault. You might not have been educated properly. There might have been things out of your control. Most of the things that are present in your life are as a result of your control. But what matters is what you're doing now about it. What are you doing now about it? Are you blaming the past? Are you blaming your parents? Are you blaming your education? Are you blaming the patriarchy? Are you blaming white supremacy? Are you blaming external factors for where you currently are? And if you are, then you don't have power to change it. Are you going to dismantle systemic racism in order to lose your fat gut? Of course not. These are boogeymen that are apparitions that don't really have any substance or any real solvability in the manner in which they're posed. So you have to take ownership of your situation. And what that means is not to blame yourself for things that aren't your fault, but at the same time, you have to take responsibility for those things, even if they're not your fault. So you don't want to beat yourself up for things that are not in your control because then you're just abusing yourself. But at the same time, you have to take ownership, right? So let's say someone wronged you in the past. You've heard that you need to forgive them. Well, it was their fault. They did something, but it holds weight over you unless you let it go. So even though something might've happened to you in the past that led you down this road, you still need to take ownership because if you don't take ownership, you can't change. You have to take the control. You have to take the responsibility instead of pushing it off. Maybe you were abused by family members. Horrible. Maybe you got into a terrible car accident. Also horrible, terrible. But if you just blame the past and you're living in the past all the time, then you're just reliving that trauma over and over again and it's perpetuating and current in your life every day. 
you're suffering from it over and over and over and over again. So this is what's really important. You have to take the responsibility. All right. Buy back your life. Take that responsibility. Take it back. Take it back. And then you can make those changes. If you take the responsibility back, then you can make those changes. So like Stevie says, the Swole Fam is always here. Join us over at SwoleNormalSex.com. Links in the show notes and description down below. We are always there to slap you across the tits. We're always there for a swift kick in the ass. And now that Stevie has lost over 75 pounds, never felt better. I'm truly humbled uh, when Stevie says that joining SwoleNormalSex was the best decision um, ever made. Humbling. But that's what the Swole Fam's all about. We're about taking control. We're about taking ownership. We're about stepping up and doing the best for ourselves and then sharing those stories with one another, which makes all of us stronger. So join the Swole Fam today, swolenormousx.com. Thanks for being here. We're welcoming everyone into the live stream. We're about to get started. Matthew, Lacey, Loretta, Riley, Danny. How are we doing, Betty? Uh, Julian, Loretta. I said Loretta twice because she's twice as nice. Andrew, Don, what's going on? Uh, Andrew says the past is the past and bad things happened and there's nothing you can do about it except move on, take back the responsibility and become the best version of yourself. Life lesson from the Lion King. Yeah, Disney, Disney does, has done some good things at some point, but it's fantastic. Very well said. Matthew says, I see forgiveness as a gift. You give yourself. I forgive, but don't forget lessons and blessings. I agree because if you forget about it, when they say forgive and forget, don't forget, learn. That's what life is doing. Life puts challenges in your way. Everyone has different challenges. But if you don't, if you forget, then you don't learn those lessons. So forgiving relieves yourself of the burden because if you got hurt by something and you're internalizing it, then you're holding on to it. You're perpetuating the past into the present and it's weighing you down. And I think people do that because they want the other person to know. They want everyone else to know how much they've been hurt. But people don't care. Life doesn't care. Time doesn't care. You know? So it's important to forgive, to relieve yourself of that burden so you can move on, but take responsibility for where you are. So I don't care where you are, what your goals are, if you're just starting your fitness journey, if you've been doing it for a while, if you just joined the Swole Fam, if you just found the podcast and you're just getting the knowledge cock for the first time, you're listening to this right now Whatever you do is your responsibility. It's on you. Whatever you're doing now to move forward, that's your decision. That's your choice. It's your responsibility. So forget the past. Doesn't exist. The future doesn't exist either. What are you doing right now? All right, let's get started. Episode 2,654. Super stoked. Uh, by the way, yesterday was overtime. It was fire. Brand new drive mall gainings available in Swole TV. The overtime segment is up. And man, we had an amazing roundtable on Thursday. So if you missed it, go and catch it. Uh, it's available now on Swole TV. So join the fam today. Get access to all the private live streams. You don't want to miss out on any of that. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Hit the thumbs up wherever you're watching. We're about to get started. And people are always like, where's the video? Uh, it's the lobby. It's the waiting screen. We're just getting ramped up. This is the boiling. This is the, the volcano is about to explode with sick fucking gains. And uh, last but not least... Make sure you leave us a five-star review if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Plug the fuck in. That was a little knowledge cock to get us started. Now everyone's hunger is peaked. Everyone's thirsty for more. So let's get into it. Episode 2,654. The following program is rated TV M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. 
It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Bat phobia. I think it's time that we discuss the intersectionality between fat phobia, ableism, and white supremacy. Anti-fat bias. Ally. Allowed to be fat. Privilege. Disability. Capitalism. I'm hungry. Get off your ass and go to the fucking gym. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Well, Normouth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 2600 and Schwedifo. Of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, gang cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in Zechrelm. Because when I flex, you flex, we all flex our biceps. What's going on? Beaches, booshes, busters, hustles, and your hoes. It's your boy Papa Swoleo back with another episode. And today's episode of the Beast Cast is brought to you as power, is sponsored by Everson K2, flexing on all you beach. Yeah, it's the fucking Catalina one. It's a- the fucking Making it rain, making it rain with sick fucking gains. We're making it rain. How are we doing, fam? Welcome to Swole Slut Saturday. Let's get right into today's episode. Super stoked to have all you assassabishes here. Very, very glad that you are here. And uh, make sure you hit the thumbs up button, rumble, YouTube, all that shit. And we are going to get into Swole Slut Saturday. I am very excited. If you're new, drop in the comments. If you're brand new to the show, we're dropping some cherries. And we're about to drop even more knowledge cocks. So, Let's get into today's episode. Let's bust the nut open. Drop in the live chat. What are you smashing today? Drop it down below. Let's summon the Falcon and get today's party started. Ooh, that nut is open just a little bit. Wow. Trying to get a little head start. Did you not close the nut properly, Freddy? Oh, all right. Fucking bird. Here we go. Drum roll. Falk. Wow.
Swole Slut Saturday. Indeed, indeed. Swole Slut Saturday is upon us. Hashtag SSS. Drop that in the comments. We'll give away the Swole card at the end of today's episode. So hashtag Swole Slut Saturday. Very excited to be here. Of course, now let's get into that tip. <laughs> Babe, just an inch, just an inch. <coughs> it's cold outside. All right, let's get into it. Let's see what we got here. We talked about a little bit in the pre-roll. Uh, yesterday, we had an amazing overtime segment that's available for members inside Swole TV. And uh, not only that, it is a brand new drive while gaining. It is Spidercock. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't miss out on the brand new driving while gaining uncensored exclusive for members only inside the Swole fam, SwoleNormousX.com. Fire spider cock. If you are like, what in the actual? Yep. Yep. Spider cock. That's right. Don't bite my cock. My achy breaky cock. If you're thinking what in the hell is going on in this podcast? Well, we're just getting started. Also this past week, not only do we have a round table on Thursday, that's also available in Swole TV for members. We also drop new content on Monday. We do it every single week. We had new recipes. We had new merch. And we had another brand new, um, awesome yin class from Alex yin for spine express yin for spine. Number three, that is available now for members go and give that a look. See, and of course, new merch, we have the brand new swole signal. It's a great flag. It's a great design tanks, tees, all that good shit. Go to the fucking gym. Papa Swolio hath been called and summoned to save Gotham city. Use code DAILYSWOLE for 10% off. 10% off over there at papasolio.com. 24 hours a day. Check out the new releases. And we have a lot of new stuff dropping for, well, it's pumpkin spice season. So fuck your pumpkin spice in full effect. We have a lot of new Halloween designs coming. It's going to be a big season. It's going to be a big season when we drop these new designs. They're, they're unreal. They're so good. All right. First Wolf and Post. Here we go. What's in the box? All right, we got this one from Alan. Um, Alan says, I'd call them progress pictures, but I can't find the January or February version. In January, I was starting my recovery from hernery, 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 hernia surgery in October. I was sitting around 250 pounds with a 44-inch gut. This morning, August 9th, I was 238 pounds with a 40 and a quarter inch waist. I'm six foot one inch for reference. So that's good. You lost four inches. You lost 12 pounds. Then a tour of the home gym just for fun. The last picture is a tractor pin available at Tractor Supply that is great for attaching bands to your squat racks. I'm a pretty big fan of the Bowflex stuff as they cover such a broad range of weights in a small package. Uh, debating about adding an assault bike to the mix as well. And very nice. Let's take a look. Good pictures. Very nice, dude. Congratulations on your progress. Good man. Slow and steady, especially after that surgery. And yeah, those tractor pins are similar to all like the orange detent ping pins that you have for racks, but obviously probably a lot cheaper if you just get that kind of tractor pin. So you can be creative with your, with your equipment in many different ways. You can be super creative uh, if you have a mind to do so. Looking good, dude. Nice space. Nice space. Thanks for sharing. Super awesome. Super awesome. And we have another post from Beth. And Beth says, well, I am over I like that. Over-mazed at all the content 
And I'm so glad I made the decision with the community's words of encouragement that the Swolfam, I can't talk today, is the right place for me. I won't share a current picture as I'm too ashamed, but my goal is to be posting in a year to show off my gains onwards and upwards. I'm working through the instructional information, and right now I feel that the mindset work alongside gentle yoga is really good starting point for me. I'm very excited. Nutrition and training will come later. That said, with nutrition, I need to focus on the inclusion of the good stuff. However, one thing I can tackle is my diet Pepsi and artificial sweetener habit. <laughs> she puts in parentheses, shudder. Uh, I'll aim for abstinence, although I'll try not to beat myself up if I slip up. Well, I'll come back to that in a second. The amount of money I'll save by simply drinking water rather than diet soda can pay for a yoga mat. I also recognize I'm guilty of information overload. So rather than constantly uh, seeking the magic pill and person who will fix me, which has to be myself, I commit to showing up here, remaining focused on the present and staying consistent. My pledge as from tomorrow is to incorporate some brain work. I may only begin with two minutes, but I have to start somewhere. Thank you all so much for the wonderful vibe. Well, welcome. Welcome back. Uh, one thing I will say is don't give yourself that out at the beginning. You know, I'll try not to beat myself if I slip up. It's about setting good habits. So don't do this with like one foot in. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm glad you're excited. You're but I think you need to go a little bit deeper when you start. And you can do some gentle yoga and some brain work. I think you're intimidating yourself a little bit. You're trying to on-ramp yourself slower than you need to. Uh, I would recommend starting one of the training programs, like the 90-Day Dash, which is great, as well as the five-minute brain gains. You can definitely make a bunch of these changes at the same time, as long as you, of course, on-ramp uh, properly. But... I'd be mindful of giving yourself that kind of an out at the beginning. You know, don't be myself a slip up. There's no need to be drinking that garbage. I would start with the elimination diet probably as the primary thing, but you do you, Beth. So I'm just giving you some suggestions. It just seems like you're more ready to start than you think you are. And you might be a little intimidated or anxious about uh, making these changes, which is understandable. But I think you're ready for more than you think you are. And uh, we're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. So let us know if you have any questions or you need any any help. But I would also recommend checking out that book that we always talk about, Atomic Habits, which is a great way to learn how to get rid of things in your environment. So you shouldn't be having any of this, you know, artificial sweetener, diet Pepsi. Literally, you need to throw it all out in the trash and in the trash. And when I say in the trash, I mean dump it out and then put it in the trash. That way you don't take it out of the trash. So get that shit out. I'm telling you, anyone that's listening, including Beth, you need to get all these things out of your house. If you think you're going to just, oh, use willpower and just keep it there while I spend money on it, I don't want to waste it. Go to a homeless shelter, just drop it out, just fucking get rid of it. It has to be out of your house. No joke, no joke. It has to be out of your house. So just keep that in mind. You're not going to have the willpower. You're not going to resist. So if you're giving yourself that kind of leeway to slip up, you're going to slip up. Just saying, you have to get the fuck, you have to get rid of it. So check out that book, Beth. I think you'll, You'll like it a lot. All right. Let's see here. Let's get into some, a uh, couple of email responses. So fam, if you've been stretched out with all the spam and promotions and social 
messages, if you use things like Gmail, they just start automatically creating different sections for promotions from social emails. You know, you have a new friend request, you have a new like, someone liked your post, you have notifications. So your inbox, you don't notice things coming in and out. You're just getting gang banged all day long, but that shall be no more. Go to makeemailswollagun.com and get my knowledge cock in your inbox every single day. And you don't have to, you don't have to worry about what you find there. You're going to open up your inbox and it's going to feel like 1993 again. You've got mail. It's going to say, you've got knowledge cock. Just like that. Just like that. You're going to look forward to opening email again. I promise you. Go to makeemailswollagain.com and get your inbox stretched out today. We have a couple responses. This one's from the, but it's the weekend email from Jonathan. And Jonathan says, the only thing that changes on the weekend for me is the amount of time I have to meal prep and train and now study. Like you said, it's just another day, but most people use it as an excuse to trash their bodies. It's Friday night and I'm going to get drunk because I worked all week. Fuck that. Uh, all the more reason to take better care of yourself by training and eating healthy. Hashtag fuck your feelings. GTTFG. Much love. I agree. I agree. That, but the weekend email, everyone makes bullshit excuses. It's the weekend. So what? Remember the other day on the podcast, we got a question. How do I stay on my nutrition on the weekend? By putting the same things in your mouth. Why would you just trash yourself? Oh my God. Look at the calendar. <gasps> look at the day today. It's Saturday. <laughs> just, let me just eat poison. Stay focused. If anything, you have more time to take care of yourself and to prepare for the week. Shocker, when you finally have free time, if you're busy, I get it. Some of you are really, really busy and you have less free time. Okay, cool. When you have that free time, like a day off, don't just sit around with your hand down your pants, Al Bundy style, jerking off to Teletubbies reruns or whatever you do. <laughs> Random thing that came into my head. Don't worry. It's not from personal experience. I promise. I think like a fever dream. Oh, Teletubbies. Use as time to prepare. Prepare for the coming week. Prepare. And it'll make it easier to go through those busy times. You'll have the food ready for you. You'll have it already. Trust me. Trust me. Rebecca, okay, responding to the email, there are five months left in the year. Remember the whole bullshit resolutions? I told you. I told you in January. I told you in November, December, I told you people are going to give a shit about resolutions. You're going to wish in, remember, and I'll say it again this year and the next year, in July, August, and September, you're going to wish you started today. Well, shocker, now people are seven months fatter, eight months fatter. Well, most people are like 70 months fatter, but you get the point. Rebecca says, I made a resolution to become vegan because I have stomach issues. That's ironic. It's like, I'm bleeding. I have a, I'm bleeding from my leg. So you take like a 45 and shoot yourself in the fucking femoral artery. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. I have stomach issues. So let me fuck my stomach up. Okay. I'm just trolling, but it's true. I made a resolution to become vegan because I have stomach issues that lasted 60 days and I got tired of it. And I actually ate more bean burritos from Taco Bell in those 60 days than I had in my entire life. R.I.P. my stomach. Oh. Ooh. Um, I also started experiencing terrible joint issues this year, this year too. I'm 32 years old. 
Well, that's because not only did you go vegan, you were eating poison shit from Taco Bell. Oh, God. We are in August now, and I have such a better mindset today than I have in years. Thank God. Instead of giving myself a day that I'll start, quote, being better or a date that I'll lose weight by, I just wake up every day and choose myself over anything else. All of my poor diet and habit choices have been because I don't care enough about myself. But today and every day moving forward, I choose to love myself enough to fuel my body with real food and to go to the fucking gym. Thank you, Papa, for showing me the way that we turn that shit around. Oh, Bex. Bex says, I have come a long way, Daddy Swolio. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Fam, that's awesome. That's awesome. It started off. It started off like a it was like a horror story. It's so funny when you go back and, and look at that again. I know Rebecca agrees. I made a resolution to become vegan because I have stomach issues. Right? That's like back in the 1800s or 1700s when someone had a sickness or they had like an infection, they would bleed them out. They would like open up and just try to get the evil blood out. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, something's wrong with you. Let's drink some mercury. We'll kill you faster. Yeah. Going vegan because you have stomach issues is. That's like you're late for work. So you punch a hole in your tire. <laughs> it's not helping you. It's not helping in that direction. Okay. But I mean, that's look, that mindset is important. It's important to understand that mindset because there was really no, the intent was there. Rebecca had stomach issues. So she's like, what can I do? And she hears mainstream media and everyone's saying, oh, plant-based, plant-based. Oh, I need to fix this. So let me do that. But that's the beauty of an elimination diet, right? You're actually customizing and individualizing your nutrition. So you're approaching it the right way. You're approaching it with the intent of, let me optimize my health, not just following, following an ideology. So just following something straight off, that's why she also had problems. It's not just the veganism alone. She could have done keto or something specific with certain ideology behind it rather than individualizing the nutrition. So once you approach it without the ideology, once you approach it without all the other shit, then you're actually going to come to some solid conclusions. Okay, let's get into some questions and topics. So hashtag AskPapaSolio if you want to drop a question in the live chat. And of course, you could always go to AskPapaSolio.com and call into the show at any time. Uh, we haven't had a ton of calls in lately, but you're free to go over and do that. I think a lot of people that called in have gotten their answers. And I think maybe some people got their feelings hurt. It's all good. It's all good. Ah, so let's get into it. All right. Griffo Andres Base. Griffo Andres Base. What's the proper way to take amino? I'm sorry. What's the proper way to take protein and amino acids orally? Orally. He's heating up. Yeah. Don't, don't put it in your butthole. Don't put it in your butthole. So swallowing is probably recommended. Um, you're not going to get that much sublingual absorption. So swallow it, put it in your mouth, chew or drink, move on. 
All right. Um, I mean, I, I don't really know if there's a serious answer to this question. What's the proper way to take protein amino acids? Eat some fucking steak. Eat some protein. Amino acids are in the complete proteins that you're consuming from animal products. Yeah. Do you need those supplements like BCAAs or EAAs? Not really. Not really. A lot of that's kind of nonsensical. But of course, it's just all, it's just nutrition. It's just sometimes more easily absorbable, but then you're getting artificial sweeteners and fillers and stuff and stuff. Okay, bored as fuck. Or is that bored as fuck? I ass fuck so much, I'm bored. Okay, we got an underscore. We got terrible grammar. We have a zero instead of an O. I guess bored as... Whatever. Okay, Pompasoli, what is the best way to to superset? Do two exercises back-to-back with zero or minimal rest. The issue with a superset is you're just extending a set. You're not really... like. It depends on the context. Can you do a high-intensity superset? Yeah, but you're really just doing two sets with no rest rather than recuperating. So it depends on what the overall programming is. I'm not as much of a fan of supersets as I used to be. You need to recover more between subsequent exercises in order to put out um, a high intensity. But if you are doing very low volume and you're combining two exercises or specifically in certain in certain manners, maybe like a pre-fatigue, like a chest fly with a bench or a... Um, Maybe there's some sort of like a, a lat pull down with more of a compound movement. There's there's certain ways that you can do supersets effectively, but I'm not generally a fan of them as much uh, personally a, a, as I used to be. Once you start focusing more on higher intensity and longer rest periods, you realize how much stronger your output can be, how much harder you can train, how much more stimuli you can place on your muscles. So if you're doing two sets back to back, for example, let's take, let's, let's take it out of the realm of what I was saying earlier. You're just doing, let's say you're doing 10 reps of each. You're essentially doing a 20 rep set. You're already blasted. You're already blasted from the first exercise. In other words, you're not going to be able to overload yourself as much as you could if you rested between, but it's definitely in context of a program. So can there be applications? Of course. Could there be ways where you can create a sufficient stimulus with a superset in a certain manner? Sure. But the way I like to train now, I don't do them. I have done them in the past. I used to do them more often. I would do bicep triceps. But even if they're different body parts, if you're doing bicep tricep or chest and back, if you're not resting between Yes, your chest isn't working while your back is working per se, but systemically your body is fatigued from that previous set. So you are compromising your ability to produce maximum intensity and maximum force output for the next exercise, even if it's not the same body part. So where I do think that supersets could be beneficial would be for the same body part if you're doing like a pre-fatigue and you're doing let's say very low volume and you're trying to really do a compressed workout, you could do one superset for chest, one superset for back. You can really crush your upper body with just a few sets because you're producing a crazy amount of stimulus focused into one pairing, maximum output. So there's different ways to do it. 
But remember, you're looking for stimulating reps. So anytime that you are trying to create muscle growth, you're not really creating muscle growth in the gym. You're stimulating your muscles. You're stimulating your body, which will lead, if done properly, which will lead to the rebuilding and the strengthening and the enlarging of the muscle fibers. So that's what you're doing in the gym. And those four or five repetitions to failure are those stimulating reps. Now you could build muscle with 15, 20, and 25, maybe even 30 repetitions, but it takes you many more reps to get to that failure point. You can create that kind of stimulus with many, with much fewer repetitions, five, six, seven, up to like 10 or so with a lot less fatigue. So keep that in mind. Okay, Rob 14 Rob, or Bob 14 Rob. Sorry, Bob. Bob Rob. What do you think of training HWIT TRX? So this we're talking about body weight exercises. I think TRX can be beneficial for certain movements. I think it's good for people with home gyms, with limited space or limited investable capital into a home gym. If you're traveling a lot, it could be very effective to train. You could hook it in a door. You could hang it over something at a park. You could hang it over a tree branch, a stairwell. So it's something that's great for certain exercises. Of course, when you use something like a TRX, you're going to have limitations with how much overload you can provide your body. Again, we're talking about stimulating reps. You're going to be able to do many, many repetitions, which will have diminishing returns in terms of your body's adaptability to build muscle. Can you challenge yourself? Sure. Are there certain exercises that might be very sufficient that you can overload appropriately with just your body weight? Sure. But at the same time, you also have decreases in stability and uh, it depends on your ability to provide the right angles. So I think TRX, again, I'm talking in generalities all about it. It really depends on what your goals are. So if your goal is to build as much muscle as possible, and most people want to build a lot of muscle, they don't think it's a lot of muscle. So you ask someone, well, I want to get big, but not too big. They want to be muscular and lean. And they have this idea of a model or an actor. And people have no idea how much muscle that really is. So they want to look like a certain person and they look lean. They don't look that big, but that's a lot of muscle relative to their body mass. So people dramatically underestimate how hard they have to train, how much muscle they have to build to look a certain way. So they have a picture, an idea in their head. I want to look like that. It just looks lean, like as if they just lose fat and they're going to have that look. You have to build a ton of fucking muscle to have that kind of shape. So again, me answering this question really comes down to what are you trying to accomplish? So what do I think of training with a TRX? It could be the best thing for you and it could be the worst thing for you. When I say worst thing, it might not take you anywhere near where your goals, like if you're trying to get better at cycling and you want to be a professional cyclist, I wouldn't spend too much time using a TRX. I mean, maybe you can do some stuff, but you should spend more time doing things that are going to help you specifically for cycling. So it's just like that. If you're trying to, what are you trying to accomplish? But can the TRX be a good tool? Look, if you're traveling and you put bands in a TRX and you're in hotels and stuff, a lot of hotels have gyms now, but man, Talk about a great way to get a workout in when you're traveling, get some mobility in, do some body weight strength training. It could be a great thing. You bring a yoga mat, some bands and a TRX, just something to kind of hold you over and give you a, a little workout while you're traveling. You know, there's different applications. They're also inexpensive, 100, 200 bucks. You could do a lot of different things with it, but 
You know, does it replace free weights and heavier resistance? No, of course not. Okay, good questions. Any other, remember, live chat, hashtag Ask Papa Swolio. Ooh, SL Monroe, 22 Schleven. I've lost seven pounds in one week with the elimination diet. The reduction of inflammation in my body feels amazing. Getting rid of that extra water weight, good for you. All right, Grizzly, Papa Swolio, ever think of doing a wrestling-themed shirt? Oh, yeah. It's, it's crossed my mind. We'll get some good ones going. Get some good ideas. Want to do some, like, rock band shirts, you know? Tiff, Papa, my mom loves you. <laughs> uh, bitches love Papa. I don't know. Thank you. Tell your mom thank you. And um, I, I apologize. I, I, didn't, I didn't call her last week. Sorry. Sorry. Is this a list of things I did to your mom last night? It's kind of awkward, but tell her I said hi. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Bookworm, Papa Swolio, who is your favorite football team? Foosball? Foosball's for the devil. You mean football or do you mean American football? I don't care for football like american football I, I don't watch i don't watch i don't care i do like you know highlights are like oh amazing punt returns and you know a good a good competition i don't care what sport it is a good competition is a good competition as long as i understand the game but i don't care for american football i don't watch could not give less of a shit i probably no i probably couldn't probably couldn't I'm just trying to think if I could. I mean, I guess it's possible. All right, let's see. Sarah. Okay, this fucking screen name has a lot to be desired. Underscore Sarah BH underscore Offy 19 underscore. Sarah BH Offy 19 was taken. Two exercise a day routine. I'll give you Matt Damon. Matt Damon. That's a really short question. Doesn't make any sense. To exercise a day routine. You mean training twice a day? Unnecessary. If you're training twice a day, newsflash, you're not training hard enough. You're not. You're not. But of course, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? What, what type of training are we talking about? What are you training for? Are you trying to build muscle and lose fat? Like we're usually talking about general lifestyle, wellness, building muscle, losing fat, bodybuilding type approach, but not professional bodybuilding. I never talk about anything from like a professional getting up on stage. That's a whole different level of drugs and perform and, you know, and dehydration and specific dieting. That's not good for your health. So we're combining bodybuilding, mobility, yoga, overall wellness, you know, sports specific stuff. That's sports specific. I don't really care about that. People ask me, like, how do I get better at agility by doing agility drills? You know, it does, doesn't interest me at all, that kind of stuff. So two exercise a day. If you're doing weights, cool, then do yoga. You don't need to lift twice a day. You're not recovering enough. There's really no application where you need to lift weights intensely twice a day. But you can do, well, let's say you early in the morning, you're doing a heavy lifting session, and then later on, like, in the afternoon or evening, you come home and you do some light yoga, restorative yoga. That's cool. That's great. But obviously one's low intensity, restorative. The other one is stressful. So you're, you're not recovering enough. 
Of course, if you do two in one day, then you better be leaving plenty of time to recover between the next, but it's not necessary. Again, if you're training twice a day, you're not training properly. All right. Uh, Daniel, Papa Swole, do you care about macros? Or are you just eating when hungry? Well, yeah, I just, I for the most part, just eat when I'm hungry. Let's be honest. Why else should you eat? Like, if you're not hungry, there's no need to be stuffing your face unless you're specifically trying to bulk and you're trying to put on, and when I say bulk, trying to put on muscle. So you need to be getting enough protein. You need to be getting in sufficient calories and, you know, mostly sufficient protein. But in terms of macros, focus more on protein and fat, fill in the gaps with some quality carbohydrates and fruit and stuff like that. Just be mindful of that. So I don't measure my macros or do my percentages, but most people just focus on protein and fat. You'll be more satisfied. You'll have much, much more satiety. If you're constantly eating tons of carbs, you're going to go on the roller coaster. You're going to get hangry. You're going to get cranky. And anyone that knows you start eating really quality animal-based foods and focus more on protein and fat, you don't have those same crashes. You don't get like hangry where you're all, that's usually when people are on the insulin roller coaster. It doesn't mean that you, a certain type of macro ratio might be ideal, but I don't micromanage mine at this point. All right. Matthew, thoughts on intermittent fasting? Aha. Go fuck yourself. That's my thoughts. All right. Bookworm, Papa Soli, I don't have full extension of my left arm due to an injured elbow. Is there anything I can do to improve my extension of that arm? Yeah. Corrective exercise. I'm not sure exactly what you did with it, but uh, shoulder mobility, elbow mobility, club work might be beneficial if you're medically cleared for it. So I'm not sure what the injury is, but um, addressing that specifically is very important. Zach Holt, thoughts on high-intensity training method? In what sense? How are you defining that? How are you defining high-intensity training? I always have to ask that because people's perception of what that is might be CrossFit or going three times a week doing hit current. Like, I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't like the name of that. I don't like the well, high intensity training is like I train with high intensity, but then when you start calling something high intensity training, you have to kind of explain what that means. All right. A couple more questions. If you want to clarify, uh, bookworm, I whacked it pretty hard off the wall. You mean you whacked your dingling or you whacked your elbow hard off the wall? Well, Okay, so it's not like a serious injury, like you banged it on the wall. Okay, so it'll get better. Hmm. All right, uh, PR Stomar. Papa Swole, should I work out an AC, air conditioning, or is non-air conditioning better? Interesting. Interesting question. I would do whatever you prefer. You know, some of the greats, like Ronnie Coleman, used to train in that Texas gym in the heat legendary old school videos of him like deadlifting like eight, 900 pounds, no AC, just fans. I train inside and outside depending on the exercise I'm doing. If I'm doing some barbell work, I come inside. So it's cool. Um, my stuff's out in the heat. It's outside if I'm using the machines and stuff, but I do high intensity, but I don't do a lot of volume, but it gets fucking hot. So I'm just going to say whatever you prefer. Generally, if you are in a cooler environment, I think performance wise, it's going to be better for your body because your body has to work less 
it's less fatiguing on your body. It's straight up less fatiguing because your body has to work a lot harder to cool off temperature. And a lot of times if it's really hot, it's unable to. So for me, I just keep my volume low and my workout duration appropriate. So I usually work out for 45 minutes to an hour or so, but I only do a few sets. I'm only doing like four or five or six sets. So I'm not, I'm longer rest periods, but I'm training hard. Um, So it really depends on your performance. If you're recovering properly, and of course you have to get acclimated to it. So if you've never worked out in the heat and you go all, you go out and all of a sudden start working out in the heat, it's going to be, Oh my God. Same thing. If you never work out first thing in the morning and all of a sudden you start get, you used to train at like five o'clock at night after work. And now you're going at five in the morning, you're going to feel groggy. You have to get used to it. So you have to get acclimated to training it in the heat. So your performance might suffer at first, but then you'll get used to it. So it depends. It depends. Figure it out. See what works best for you. So I don't like working out in the sun because I have a lot of machines and stuff, but if you're using metal piece of equipment or if I'm really in the sun, you know, things like kettlebells and stuff, it can get to be really a pain in the ass because yeah, I could use a ton of chalk, but then it might be sweating and it's dripping off my arms and getting on my hands and the kettlebell slipping out of my hands. So certain movements, like once we get, once I got the machines covered, it was a lot better because those machines were in the sun. I would lay on them and the sun would be beating down on my head. It was just really hard to train properly because it was really uncomfortable. It was just too hot, especially down here, Florida, summer, just roasting. But I don't mind the heat as long as I'm not sitting there cooking in the sun. I have a lot of fans outside. So uh, do what you feel best, but just keep in mind that hydration is going to be a concern. Proper electrolyte balance. Fatigue is going to be a concern. You just got to get used to it. Lori Papasoy, how do I convince my mom to get healthy? She thinks being obese is healthy. Well, that's just stupid. That's just wrong. She thinks being obese, she thinks being obese is healthy. Like she actually thinks it's healthy to be fat. She associates being slim with cancer and war. War like Holocaust. Um, she's she's getting into like the correlation causation thing. Like just because you're slim, if you have cancer, you're likely going to lose a lot of weight because the cancer is ravaging your body. And you're doing chemo, and you're it's hard to eat food, and you lose a lot of extra weight. War. If you're starving, if you're in a war torn country and food isn't available, then you might be starving to death. That's really fucking ridiculous, to be honest. So being obese, subjectively unhealthy, you can't convince anyone to get healthy. They have to really want to do it themselves and they have to have an open, open mind and really be willing to learn. She's just in denial and she probably just doesn't want to change her habits. You know, the saying it's can't teach an old dog, new tricks, you know, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. She associates slim with cancer and war, Well, we don't want you, we, we don't want you being slim. We want you being fit, build some muscles, right? Churchy. Build some muscles. Oh, the church. The belly rubs. The bellies. Get some bellies. The belly rubs. Kisses. Oh, thank you.
Oh, sweet, sweet church. All right, let's see. Uh, Zach, so getting back to the high-intensity training, the regimen I follow, minimal rest between exercises, 30 to 45-minute workouts doing 9 to 12 exercises for one set until failure. Holy shit. Wow. Um, so what are we talking about here? First off, 9 to 12 exercises is unnecessary. Like different exercise or 9 to 12 sets? You said 9 to 12 exercises for one set. So one, that's way too many. If you're doing minimal rest, you're just doing cardio. So what are you trying to do, Zach? You go three times a week. Are you doing a class or something? You're just doing cardio. If you're doing minimal rest, you're just doing cardio. You're lifting for cardio. Nine to 12 different exercises. Like that's, what do you mean? Just total body? You don't even need that many exercises for total body. If you're doing a total body workout, if you're doing a total body workout, you shouldn't be doing curls or triceps, really. If you're doing a total body workout, you should be doing one or two exercises for legs, something posterior chain, something quadricep, and then like a push pull. So you really, like, even if it's total body, you should be doing four or five exercises. Maybe like, so if you're doing minimal rest, you're just doing cardio. You're exhausted. You're sweating. It's a circuit training. So you're going to have a lot of issues building muscle and with recovery, you're just doing a lot of, yeah, you're just doing a lot of junk volume. You're not really stimulating muscle growth. You might grow a little bit or benefit a little bit at the beginning because it's a new stress to your body. But what are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to like, what's your goal? I should say that. What are you trying to do? Would you like to build muscle? Minimal rest is not optimal for building muscle. That's just cardio. You may as well go for a run. Because you're not, you're not able to produce enough intensity to create stimuli for the muscles. You need longer rest periods. And this is why a lot of people don't build muscles. Because if they're not lying in a puddle of their own sweat, which is just you're, in, you're increasing your body temperature. And you're doing a lot of stuff, so you're oh, exhausted afterwards. So if you don't feel that complete exhaustion, then, and, and people map to that, they map to soreness, they map to exhaustion, they map to how much they sweat, they map to how they feel after a workout. Now, when I train, I'm, I'm not necessarily wiped out either. I'm tired, like, Ooh, I train, but I'm not doing so much volume that I'm wiped the fuck out. I focus it into like four or six, four or five sets or something like that with plenty of rest periods. So I'm recovering enough training really intensely when I'm lifting, but I'm not doing enough to just be, I'm not, I'm training to produce the stress on my body. I'm not training for the outcome of how I feel after the workout. I personally feel great afterwards, but that's the difference. So if you want to build muscle, you need to do what it takes to build the muscle and create the stimulus in order to have your body adapt to it. It's not about how you feel. And we associate, or people tend to associate, right, with the CrossFit stuff. If you're lying, you can't breathe. You're lying in a pull of your own sweat. Oh, my God. You're just exhausted. And that's what a lot of CrossFit, you, you could just do random shit and be fucking exhausted. But what is that accomplishing? Right? What is that actually accomplishing? Remember, when you're training, you're not building muscle. When you're training... You're creating, you're subjecting your body to a stress, to a stimuli. 
what kind of stimuli are you subjecting your body to? What adaptations do you want your body to undergo? Do you want to build bigger, stronger muscles? Or what else, right? And the reason why we always talk about building bigger, stronger muscles is because most people need to build bigger, stronger muscles. It's hard to build bigger, stronger muscles. And whether you want to get bigger or lose extra body fat, like you need to build bigger, stronger muscles. So we just focus on that. And people talk about functional muscle. There's no such thing as functional muscle. Functional training. Functional training usually means doing shit that's not really progressing you in any direction. It's like, let me move and bend and twist and go like, okay, fine, do yoga, do stuff. But when you're providing overload to your body, you want to do so with intent. You know, you want to do so with intent and you need more stable exercises, focused stress. And you're not going to do that with one arm or one leg on a fucking BOSU ball, unimbalanced, shaking while you're... Fucking stuff's ridiculous. Okay, Lori, in Romania, there's the post-war mentality, quote, eat as much as you can. You don't know when your next meal is. 80% of the older population is overweight or obese, hence the association. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. Uh, a lot of people have that. Like, well, th that generation's phasing out and passing away. So like my grandparents, like a lot of people are like that. A lot of people are like that. Yeah. You know, a, a lot of like, you know, a lot of uh, in, in my generation, you know, grandparents were, they would save more. They wouldn't be super thrifty. They would, they would be very thrifty. They wouldn't be spending on tons of shit because they went through, they grew up. So my grandfather, he was born in 1927. So when he was at his peak development age, what being 10 or 12 or 15, that was, uh, or 18, 1944, 45, like he was in the military. He was in World War II, but they're coming out of the depression in 29 and 30. So you, your, your identity is being forged during war times where you had like rations and you had to, you know, all that stuff. And when he was 14, 15, he grew up cause his parents went through the depression. So they were, when he was 10 in will be in 1937. That's like, you know, right in the middle of the, the, the depression and stuff, you know, so you grow up with that kind of imprinting, but at the same time, it doesn't make, it doesn't make obesity. It doesn't make that healthy. So, so it doesn't, it doesn't justify being obese. So all you can do is provide her with better information and, you know, Okay. All right. Let's get into some balls deep content. -hoo -hoo -hoo! That's deep. Bookworm, the weight loss activist, Susan Powter. Never heard of her. Uh, recommends aerobic exercise with fitness modification to lose body fat. Ooh. She tends to be more focused on aerobics and weightlifting. Yep. That's how to stay fat. <laughs> aerobics. All right, Jane Fonda. <laughs> yeah, you eat healthier and you move more. You can lose fat in many different ways, but keyword weight loss activist. So the grift is real. But yeah, if you build muscle, you'll be healthier. You'll improve bone density. You'll lose fat more effectively. You won't have a lot of the side effects and the issues from being frail and thin. 
Where's my balls beat thing? There we go. Perfect. All right. Where are we? Balls deep time. Let's see what we got here. We'll do a throwback if we got time. All right. Oh, God. Oh, we're doing that one last. Let's do this one. Let's do this one first. Why you're not consistent. I got this one first. I'll take it. What's in the box? Why you're not consistent. So if you're not consistent, apparently this is why. It's time to stop being mean to yourself for not finishing things, following through things, or doing things consistently. Let's not be mean to yourself for not doing anything. (laughs) I'm Carrie, and I am a boundaries and goals coach for people who are neurodivergent. Oh my God. What the fuck is that? I am a boundary. I am a boundaries and goals coach for people who are neurodivergent. All right. Can we create more terminology for people that are being huge pussies? Holy shit. You know, the world is, you know, things are easy in this world. All right, look, the neurodivergent thing is, I hate that term. You're just lumping in everyone so everyone can have a disease now. I have trouble paying attention to things I fucking hate because I eat tons of sugar and I watch TV and I'm on my phone all the time. I have ADHD. Most of this stuff is just complete bullshit. People are unhealthy and they're fucking themselves up with poison and going in their eye holes and ear holes and mouth holes and they wonder why they have issues in their life. So this neurodivergency is largely complete nonsense. Everything's overdiagnosed. And this is not saying that some people don't have severe issues. We know some people, we know, fuck you. We know some people have severe issues, but we also know that it's severely overdiagnosed. Everything's overdiagnosed because then you can prescribe a pill and some kind of like magic shit subscription that pharmaceutical companies are gonna make billions on. So as long as they get you on a subscription service and you have therapy, you know, it's just literal, just fluff. It's just extra fluff and bloating in the system because when you have more diagnoses, you have more psychiatrists and more therapy and you're pumping up that industry and then pharmaceuticals getting more. It's just all this. Can you imagine how much money we would save as a, as a society if people just went fucking outside and ate some goddamn real food? That's it. It would solve so many problems. Go outside, plant some trees, do some physical labor and just stop eating crap and get off your cell phones and an entire industry would collapse. Okay, let's continue. Intuitive, creative, spoonies, highly sensitive person. What? Intuitive, creative, spoonies? Oh, someone Google that. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh my God. Oh my God. The reason you can't be consistent is because you are not meant to be consistent. How about I send you a hobo's dick cheese? (sighs) You are meant to flow with your natural rhythms. What does that mean? You are meant to go at your own magical pace. Your own magical pace. Oh my God. You are a Tyrannosaurus Rex. You are. You're a special little snowflake. Oh my. Your own magical pace. Can you facilitate people's delusions more? 
Oh, you're making me feel so good about myself. I have a magical pace. I am going on my own rhythm. Because I talk, this is just literal. This is the branching off of all this deep fucking narcissism. Everything's about you. You are wonderful. You're perfect. Just the way you are. Society has to bend to you. You are so unique. Your own magical pace. Tell me you don't lift without telling me you don't lift. If you have a magical pace, you need to go to the fucking gym. <laughs> it is a lie that you have to be consistent to succeed at things or at life. Okay, so in order to pander to people that are looking for some sort of answer in their life and some sort of purpose, you're making shit up. Okay, this is a huge sinister grift. So it's a lie that you have to be consistent to succeed at things or at life. Number one, what does it mean to succeed at life? That's, that doesn't have a, that, that doesn't mean anything. It's like blaming systemic racism. It doesn't mean anything. You're saying shit. People say things. You're a ra- People just say things. Okay. To succeed at things or at life. Uh, you do actually need to be consistent to succeed at things. That's pretty much a definition of succeeding at things. You have to work hard and consistently, but what are you talking about? Like, like, what does that mean? Again, there's really no definition there. It just rubs someone's little taint and like, oh, I feel better now. Like what? Like, okay, let's keep going. So the next time you fall off the tracks or feel like you need to start over and you may as well just start again on Monday with this same rigorous consistent expectation i want you to stop and consistency not an expectation it's habits ask why because you don't yeah you don't have to be consistent you don't have to do well at anything you can just exist and just be wonderful you don't have to try at anything you can just fail and stop and stop and fail again it's okay um start on monday with the same rigorous consistent expectation consistency is not an expectation it's a result of actions you're not consistent before you actually take consistent action. Jesus Christ, you are absolutely retarded. Everybody knows you never go full oh, Did I say that? Oh, no, I'm sorry. You're absolutely neurodivergent. Look, we all know that some people have more issues than others. We know that. But a lot of people that have those issues, they don't use it as a crutch. They're on the spectrum, whatever. Okay. <laughs> Like, aren't we all? Isn't that what a spectrum is? We're all fucking spectruming. We're all, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a scatter plot. We're all somewhere on it. We're all, I'm on the swole spectrum. Oh, that's a shirt right there. Right? I'm on the swole shirt. I'm on the swole spectrum, right? Spectrum shirt. There we go. I'm neuroswolvergent. Neuroswolvergent. Stop barking. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. Thank you. No, no. Lay down. Yeah, it's nonsense. 
it's nonsense. The more I hear that shit, it just makes me want to punch myself in the dick. Uh, let's do this one. We'll do the mm, we'll do the trans thing last because it sounds like that's gonna make me punch myself in the dick. Mumbad, Mumbad. That sounds like a place in. That sounds like a place in. In a. Uh, India, Mumbad. Stop barking. Why is everyone getting hyped up? Why is everyone getting amped? Chill out. Mumbad. All right, so this is a response to a comment on TikTok. It says, literally a mumbad is from doing something extraordinary and a dad bod is from pure laziness, yet we get shamed and they get celebrated. What? So a mom bod, I guess like you're... Okay, so you're fat because you had a child and because you had a child, like you can be fat. Like there's no reason to be fat after having a child. A lot of times people eat for two, three, eat for, I have to eat for two people. It's like, no, you don't. You're not supposed to gain a hundred pounds when you're pregnant. You're supposed to gain like 20 or 30 or something like that. Uh, so people have bad habits and they perpetuate and they snowball and they get worse after because then they're tired and they're, yeah, you have a child and you're, not sleeping and as well. So like those habits really matter when it comes to that point. Anyway, everyone's different. And yeah, some people have complications and again, right. Take responsibility, do the best you can with what you have and stop making excuses. Everyone's going to look different. I'm not saying you, I never, I'm never here, right. I'm never here saying you have to, I'm not saying you have to have a six pack. That's not a seven pill. That's not a pillar. You have to be muscular and ripped and have a six pack. I don't say that. I say you need to do better for yourself and you need to work on challenging yourself and improving incrementally every day the outcome will be the outcome and some people get inspired to take it further in a direction but it's all about taking responsibility for your life and if you're a mom or a dad and i post this all the time i post this on twitter i post this on tiktok like dad bods are fat men it's a dad bod what because you have a dad a dad bod like i mean when i have a child i'm gonna have a dad bod because i'm a dad and i have a bod but dad bod just means it's fat men it's justifying for fat men. So a mom bod or a dad bod, why are we justifying parents being fat and lazy? Oh, but I'm not lazy. I'm tired. You know what I mean? You're completely discarding your responsibility to lead by example, take care of your health. It frustrates me. Okay, so let's watch this. Everyone pissed off. Is anyone pissed off before we watch the video? What's in the box? It's called mom bod. What we are not going to do oh. on my page is equate fatness with laziness. I just don't. I just did. It usually is. Okay. I'm stopping you right there because it usually is. You don't have to like that. Fatness equating with laziness. Um, How are you defining laziness? You might be like, I work really hard. I'm a computer programmer. Okay. So maybe you're not lazy when it comes to your career, but you certainly are apathetic to your health. So I don't understand why that's not a good comparison because it hurts your feelings. You're calling me lazy when it comes to your health and fitness. Fuck. Yeah. Why not? Are you, are you doing it? Are you taking care of yourself? No. Then why wouldn't you be lazy? You should be doing it. and You're not doing it. Fine. Procrastinating. Fine. Uh, how about not doing it? Jesus Christ. Like that's pretty much defines it. I'm going to equate the fuck out of it. I think that is the equivalent. You look up laziness. 
what are you going to look, what are you going to find in the dictionary? Someone that doesn't do something. Take your pick. I should mow the lawn, but I'm lazy. So guess what? You're going to have high grass. I should exercise, but I don't. You're probably going to have a fat gut. Fairly accurate. There's outliers. Fairly accurate. Feelings not required. Let's go. Look at how people never think of the implications of what they're saying. Because Ooh, the implications. Uh, I, I like impl I like implications. Now, once you've had sex with the woman, she will naturally start to depend on you. Okay, all women do this <sighs> because of the implications the implications of what they're saying because what does this mean for fat women who have never given birth before we all just have different bodies it's not good or bad it just is and we have to mm. stop making assumptions about why someone has a certain type of body and i i'm not gonna stop i like making assumptions i like making as such i'm like you cannot take do not take assumptions away from me I like prejudging. I like. Daddy likes. Oh, daddy likes. It's like watching a movie preview. Eh, that looks like it sucks. You can tell pretty consistently whether a movie is good or not by the preview. Like I say about health at every size, you can't judge a book by its cover. Okay. But you can tell if it's a thousand fucking pages. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to make assumptions. If you weigh 500 pounds and you're walking into a Wendy's, I'm going to be pretty fucking accurate. Yeah. All right. But you must train consistently and eat properly and do all those things. I mean, I don't want to make assumptions, but you obviously take care of yourself. <clears throat> agree with the sentiment that like women are the ones giving birth why aren't they the ones that we extend this compassion and celebration to but what? you don't have to throw all fat people under the bus to make that point this i you know what i agree with that i agree you should not be throwing fat people under any bus because think of the suspension you are going to destroy these buses are not cheap <laughs> like these are taxpayer dollars for public transportation. We already have failing public transport. We can't afford to be replacing all of these buses. So I don't disagree. It's on videos where like I'm critiquing the institution of men as well, where like I'm saying things like men shouldn't be allowed to just hurt women without consequences. And then <laughs> saying things like men shouldn't be allowed to hurt women without consequences. Is there an argument for that? I think men should be able to hurt women without consequences. We should go back to beating our wives, right? Come on. When I come home, I want my sandwich. I want my bear in front of the TV so I can watch my foosball. And if it's not ready, if it's not ready, I start swinging. <laughs> Who's making that argument? Men shouldn't be able to hurt women without consequences. I don't think they can. In this country. <laughs> Who's making that argument? And the comments are like, yeah, men don't deserve love, which is literally never what I'm saying. Well, that's good. Does anyone, you know what? Does anyone have any idea what she just said? 
I just realized I haven't, I don't think she made a point. I don't think she What you've just said That's a soundboard. is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Grizzly. Mark says equal rights, equal lefts. I love it. To the moon, Alice. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. The rule of thumb. Everyone knows rule of thumb from Boondock Saints. Okay, let's see the little church. Very nice. Aww. You're so cute. You smile for the camera. You're so cute. The chihuahuas are so cute. She's just really cute. I was never a fan of chihuahuas, but Papa Swolio is half chihuahua, and she's super cute. Pinky's super cute. Right, baby girl? You're so cute. I always say I never thought I'd love a chihuahua so much. I always thought they were like, you know, loud little yippy dogs. And I guess they can be, but she's awesome. You're awesome, baby. She's so cute. You're a cutie pie. Okay. Um, let's do one more. I think Mac, I think Mark got upset. He got triggered because I said something about trans. So this one's called fam. Who's ready to just literally burn this ship to the fucking ground. We're not turning around. I feel like, Every episode, we're walking out on a bridge and we're just burning it behind us. We're like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not going back. Just light that shit up. So the title of this video, fam, drop some biceps and gorillas if you want one more video. This might be it. This might be the last episode. We're just burning it. Burn it. Burn it to the ground. Burn it to the ground. Oh my God. Okay. Burning it to the ground. Churchy, we're going to burn it. Want to burn it to the ground? We're going to burn it to the ground. Okay, we're gonna burn it to the ground. We're done. We're done. What do you think, Roof? Burn it to the ground? He's like, yes, sir. He's like, yes, sir. Burn that shit to the ground. He's covered. Okay, this title of this video. The title of this video is <laughs> Boys have a penis, girls have vagina. <sighs> It's not gay if they're trans. Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. It's not gay if they're trans. I'm assuming if a man wants to pretend he's a woman and you're sleeping with that, you're not. Yeah. If they're a man, they're a man. And you like men that think they're women. Okay. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> Some straight men are attracted to trans women who haven't had bottom surgery. This is very disconcerting and confusing to women when they find this out because they think, well, if she hasn't had bottom surgery, then, and you want to play with that part of her, then you can't be 100% straight. I'm going to just fill in the gaps here. If they don't have a gap, it's a man. If you are with a trans woman, a.k.a. a man, and they have a cock, guess what? You're gay. 
you like penis. If you like penis, you like penis. And that's that. But that doesn't make sense because you have to remember that these are still women. Trans women are women. They're not. My God. Again, remember, this is that creep. This is the concept creep. They use the term trans women so they can use the term women. And then they just slowly remove the term trans. Trans women are women. Not true. Love is love. Not true. Especially when you're fucking young boys. All right. This little man boy love. Love is not love. Trans women are not women. That's like saying a rock is not a fish. I always use this example because people usually know what a rock is and people usually know what a fish is. A rock is not a fish. A fish is not a rock. That's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. Again, feelings not required. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Trans women are not women. Trans women is a name for men with gender dysphoria. Men that wish they were women or want to be women. Everyone's got a fetish. I get it. But if you just say you're a woman and you still got a cock, I could say I'm a woman. I got a dick. <laughs> if you like me, you're not gay. Yeah, you are. This is fucking twisted, stupid shit. This is stupid. It's stupid. Like the reason why this is nonsense is for multiple reasons, but it's also an insult to people that have functioning, functioning brains. Stop. Stop. You're insulting my humanity. You're insulting my intelligence or you're trying to, it's not working, but it's just despicable people. Just gross, grotesque. It's just grotesque evil. Trans women are women. They're not. They are female. The attraction to her is from the waist up, but it can also be from the waist down. That means you love cock. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Seinfeld style. Not that there's anything wrong with that. These men are attracted to her femininity. Okay, so you are a feminine male. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> the key word. You're a feminine man. You know, we're talking about different, like how they express their personality. Some men are more feminine. Okay. But you're a man. It's okay to be a gay man. Just, I don't care about that. It doesn't bother me. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care what you do. Right. More women for me. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me. If you're trying to fuck me in the ass, I have an issue with that. You're trying to suck my cock. I have an issue with that, but I don't care what you do with other men. I don't care. I don't care. I just don't care. I don't just care. Just do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And they can experience pleasure playing with that person from the waist down. But that act, again, doesn't indicate a sexual orientation. Oh, a thousand percent it does. They can still experience pleasure by playing with the waist down, a.k.a. sucking or fucking the man's dick. It means you're gay. Can we make gay okay again? It's shocking that like, I, you know, you think, oh, gay people have rights. Yeah, no shit. Like people have rights. Okay, fine. But the whole gay, like, let's just bring back. We just need to bring back gay and lesbian. Gay and lesbians have to like take this shit back. This is what happens. This is a concept creep. Give a mouse a cookie and want a glass of milk. 
in this case, give a mouse a cookie is going to want to fuck you in the ass. <laughs> Don't give that mouse a cookie. That cookie's laced. That cookie's laced like fentanyl or some shit. <laughs> the, the mouse ODs on the cookie laced with fentanyl. And then people come over and try to fuck the, the comatose mouse. It gets real dark real quick. It indicates an attraction to the person, to the woman, the trans woman. The man. The man. You see? You say trans woman, and then you just leave off the trans once in a while. And then you're trying to tell people that if you want to say... I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to explain. I don't have to explain this to you guys. You get it. It's just... It's retarded. Actually, some of these men are attracted to gender fluidity in that the person exhibits both uh, male and female body parts. Uh gender fluidity. Gender? Gender fluid? That, my friend, is what we call a squirter. Okay? I'm gender fluid. Okay. And that's attractive to them. Just like some gay men are attracted to trans men who haven't had bottom surgery. That doesn't Whoa, I gotta unpack this. Hold on a second. Make them by, it doesn't make them straight. I better use my strong hand. Oh, hold on a second. And that's attractive to them. Just like some gay men are attracted to trans men who haven't had bottom surgery. This can get confusing. This is literally like talking to like Forrest Gump and I am Sam. Just like arguing with each other. No, I don't think that's correct. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> Beetlejuice, I am Sam, and Forrest Gump, like, you know, walk into a bar. Okay, so if a, a hold on, I gotta listen to that again. I gotta take notes on this. Some gay thing. men are attracted to trans men who haven't had bottom surgery. Some gay men are attracted to trans men who haven't had bottom surgery. You know what you call that? We call that a heterosexual relationship. Gay men are attracted to trans men who haven't had bottom surgery. So a trans man is a woman that has a vagina. So you're talking about a gay man attracted. You're talking about a man being attracted to a woman. Fast. I'm not a smart man, but I know what a PPN of a JJ is, Jenny. That's true. He didn't know what love is. Okay, so a gay man attracted to a trans man, aka a woman, who hasn't had bottom surgery means you're straight. You're straight, and that's a twisted fucking relationship. That's just fucking whacked out. I'm gay, but I like you. You're a woman, but you want to be a man, but you're a woman. You have vagina. What in the fuck is going on there? Like I say many times, right, you have the freedom to do what is in your own life, as long as it doesn't impede on my freedoms. But it does. Like The, the problem is this kind of stuff does impede in our society. It does impede, and it does erode our society. So as much as when people do whatever they want behind closed doors... and. It, like you can see how that's a slippery slope. And then like, what you're just going to change what a fucking woman or a man is like, no, 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 get the fuck out of here. So you can't be, you can't tolerate. That's the problem. You want to have freedom of speech. You want to have, you want to tolerate things and tolerate individual freedoms, but tolerating 
so much allows authoritarians and allow these Marxists to take all the ground. That's the problem. So being, so being tolerating is actually a downside. You can't be tolerating to this insanity. But then you're looked at as, right? A, then you're looked at as a homophobe. Then you're looked at as a transphobe. Then you're looked at as fat phobic. And then you're looked at as blah, 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 blah. Like add it to the list. Like you're a white supremacist. You're like this. Like I'm not saying segregate, you know, people based on race. I'm not saying any of that kind of stuff. But when you tolerate any insanity, the authoritarians and the Marxists and these lunatics just keep on because you're, oh, well, I don't want to be mean. Well, I don't want to say anything against it. Well, you know, everyone has a right. Well, I don't want to impinge on your, I don't want to do this. Well, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to be looked at as a meanie. And then it just fucking, and then it, and then we're here. So you really can't be, you can't tolerate. There's certain things you can't tolerate. You can't tolerate the nonsense when it comes to basic fundamental truths. And that's the problem. No one wants to be, no one wants to offend anyone. No one wants to, well. <sighs> okay. Um, let's do the, let's do the swole card and then we will uh, do a throwback. So here we go. Swole card. Swole slut Saturday. Here we go. Pick me out when I'm ready. Back at farm if ready. That's good. Let's do it. Right. Scrolling, scrolling, swole slut Saturday, triple S, drop in the chat. There we go. Zeros across the board. One more time. Come on, fam. Where are we at? All right, we got a winner in the, the Daily Swole Telegram chat. Uh, it's Brett Nelson. Brett Nelson, congratulations. Congratulations. All right, let me just flag it. Congratulations, Brett. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Uh, swole card, 2654 in the subject, your mailing address in the body of the email. Congratulations, Brett. You are the winner of today's swole card. Fantastic. Everyone say congratulations, Brett. You got it, dude. Congratulations. You are a swole slut holding it down in the TDS Telegram chat. All right, fam. We got a, we got a, a throwback coming up in just a moment. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button. Tomorrow is Ask Papa Solio Live. The Red, White, and Swole Sunday Funday Q&A. And it's go to askpapasolio.com. Submit your questions today. We'll get to them tomorrow. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Ever served in a forward area?
emotional damage. Your father was a woman. You made me happy. A jelly donut? You trying to squeeze an inch in on me somewhere, huh? What happened to your queer party friends? Hadouken! 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 Dodson! Dodson! We've got Dodson here! I don't believe you people. Huh. What do you mean? Oh. Eat shit, Derek. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Another example of cake gender would be if someone feels like they have different layers or flavors to their particular gender. You need to stop being a lady. Quit worrying. You'll be back on your knees in no time. Again, obviously. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? All right, fantastic. Very nice. I got hairy legs. Sure you do, Brandon. Sure you do. Okay, let's get into a throwback before we punch out. We got a good one today? We do. Here we go. What do we do when our fat faves lose weight? Let's talk about it. Wait, what did, what did you say? And this can be a really tough pill to swallow, but no one owes you their body. No one owes you their body. What the fuck does that mean? But here's the toxic pattern. That's fat a lot of persona words. loses weight. Fat fan expresses some hurt or disappointment. And then thin fans take that as their opportunity to go in and be like, they look amazing. They're just doing this for their health. No and shit. just throw in a bunch of other like anti-fat, fat phobic sentiments just for good measure. What are you stupid? And maybe diet talk is really normal in your circle and the people you hang out with. But other people have had to do a lot of work to eliminate diet talk and diet culture from their community. What's she talking about? I don't know. Just stop get off your phone you don't want diet talk don't look at your phone like stop participating if you don't want to see people that are taking care of themselves fam that's the answer people need to get off the interweb people need to get off i mean tell me you need to get off the internet without telling me you have to get off the internet get off the internet fam thanks for being here tomorrow we have ask papa Swoyo live go and enjoy yesterday's drive mall gaining uh, spider cock is now available go check out the round table uh, listen to it if you missed it and uh, we got a lot more coming tomorrow we'll see you tomorrow for the red wine soul sunday funny q and anus peace mcgee's deuce mcgoose your boy papa swolio oh 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 Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. Eight away, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they so mad.